Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self-worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a fantastic show today, co-creating transformation, wise women rising for embodied change with our amazing guest, Dr. Allison Palmer, joining us today from France. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, thank you, Allison. And I just want to just share this quote by Maya Angelou, a wise woman wishes to be no one's enemy. A wise woman refuses to be anyone's victim. And female empowerment is defined as promoting women's self-worth and their ability to do things based on their own choices and their right to influence social change for themselves and others. And our lives are about the power of co-creation and divine love is the foundation of creativity. So live from the heart and let your life speak to the true essence of love. There is greatness in all of us, and the seed of divine is embodied love within each of us, and now is the time to rise up to our greatness. It's a time to reset and renew and contemplate a future built on today. Many are searching for meaning and purpose in their lives with the desire to make a difference and leave their mark in the world. And that helps us move forward with hope for now and generations to come. We're always creating with our thoughts and feelings and actions. So let's choose wisely. And our amazing guest, Dr. Allison Palmer, she's going to show us just how. She's going to shed light on the power of co-creating transformation. Dr. Allison is joining us today from the stunning southwest of France. (laughs) She is an award-winning author, creative, life dancer, and mom. Dr. Allison is a business coach who partners courageous women who want to change the world. She has supported thousands of women to bring their message to the world and is committed to co-creating transformation through both what we share and how we share it. And she's passionate about online summits and currently preparing for an amazing upcoming, uh, I think it's the 11th summit. So we'll hear more about it. But on that note, I now welcome Dr. Allison to our show today and a hearty welcome to our listeners around the world and those who are tuning in from France. Wow, what an amazing introduction. (laughs) That was brilliant. You really have just grasped the total essence of, you know, what we're going to talk about today. Wow, that is wonderful. And I am, I must just say to you, I am so grateful for you, to you for inviting me to be a speaker at your upcoming Transformational Summit, Wise Women Rising for Embodied Change, that you'll share more about during the course of our show. But for now, uh, 
let's just talk about what inspired you and your work. You know, you've taken this, uh, and I think about, let me just share this for a minute. Uh, As I think about you and what you do and bringing women together, I think about the old-fashioned kitchen table conversations, (laughs) those wholehearted, loving, warm, and meaningful conversations that take place around the kitchen table every day, the center of the home where women connect, feel safe, feel valued, and explore opportunities and options out of problem situations. And you've kind of taken this to a new level, but tell us what, tell us a little bit more about you and what inspired your work. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love that because actually that's exactly it, you know, around the kitchen table and women coming together and sharing and we're going to, I know we're going to explore this more today when we're talking. Um, um, And so just a little bit about me, you know, I, um, I haven't always been a business coach. I've had a very varied sort of career um, and, and, um, it kind of got to the stage where I knew when I came across coaching, I just fell in love. I knew that this is, you know, what a lot of us women do anyway. And then I found, wow, you know, there's a whole community out there of people who do this. And so it's just blossomed from there. And what I'm really um, so focused on is is really helping women to find their voice, to really do what it is they're meant to be doing in this world, making the contribution that they know is the contribution that they are actually here to make. And, you know, most of that is about making the contribution to help others and bring about transformation out there in the world. Um, and, And this is what really fuels me. This is what inspires me every day because we're all part of this amazing you know, movement of, yes. of women who are waking up right yes. now to to this this feeling of wow. You know, now is the time. I need to move into my contribution, and I'm willing to explore this. And this is such an exciting time to be doing it. Yes, it is. And you've devoted uh, your this is more or less your life's work. And Allison, what I found in my own career, and I spent, you know, the bulk of my career as an administrator and professor in higher education. And I remember starting out as a young professor and the professional women who would, you know, join me and, you know, embrace me. And when I would make a presentation, sometimes I'd be scared. And they were like, Doc, you did a good job. You did a good job. And it was so encouraging. And I felt you know, the models that we have in our lives from our families and, you know, uh, the network that, of women who we model after, because that's what I did. I, I would sit back and observe and admire, you know, what other women were doing. It's like, gosh, let me take some pieces uh, from that experience and incorporate that in my life. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, and also within that, I think it's it can be often very hard for women to find role models, even though we're searching. And even though if we're very fortunate, we do come across, yeah. you know, really powerful role models, as you did. And there's a lot of other kind of modeling of what women can be like out in the world. That isn't what we're talking about here today. We're talking about something different and mm-hmm. um and yeah, I feel that the more that we can connect and talk about this kind of thing, the more we open up for 
other women to to step yes. into the the conversations and to yes. contribute and to get their voices heard and to begin you know you talked about being um being very nervous when you were doing your first presentations and yes of course everybody you'd have to be a very strange person not to feel <laughs> yes and i even had a professor at university who was a, a world name and even in his 60s he said to me that he he felt physically sick every time he had to do a presentation <laughs> yes. but his message was important and this is what we need to really feel into you know it's it's okay to have nerves it's okay not to know how to do things it's okay to feel like oh you know well how do I do this because there there is support out there and there is also the spaces such as you know the summit that you and I are are part of where we can actually start to connect with role models and we can also be part of that conversation Yes, that is beautiful. And you talk about transformation. This is a a broad term that that involves many different things. What kinds of transformation are you referring to? And why have you organized this online? You, You shared a little bit about it, but why an online summit about it? Okay, this is a great question. And yeah, there are loads and loads of different forms of transformation. So this online summit which for people who aren't familiar with what that is basically it's I've brought a lot of women together who are talking about different aspects of transformation as it fits into the transformation as I'm going to explain and and it's an online event and it's completely free and it's just incredibly inspiring and powerful and wonderful otherwise I wouldn't do them I just love them um And the transformation that we're talking about in the summit is actually, it's about, it's about a number of different transformations. So I'll just run through them. So the first one is, you know, in my line of work, I I come across a lot of women who are busy doing inner work, you know, personal development, trying to understand, you know, why they're doing what they're doing and, you know, how they can change their lives. And it's personal work. and. They feel that, okay, you know, this is great. I love this. This this sort of works for me. This works for me. And I want to share this in the world. I want to take it out. And so that transformation, the inner transformation and the outer transformation, so that things can change out in the world, whether it's, you know, in your family or with your community or your colleagues or through a business with clients, whatever it is, it's out in the world, though contributing to those transformations. And that sometimes that can be a bit of a tricky or challenging journey to actually step from doing the inner work to taking it out into the world. So having conversations about that is one of the big transformations that we're discussing in the summit and there's another one that I just want to bring up which is we know that we want to make a contribution okay and we want to do it with other people you talked about coming together around the kitchen table and this is what we're great at as women is coming together and sharing and exploring and as we come together to co-create transformation we have an amazing opportunity here because we can 
really feel into, okay, I'm feeling friction with this person. I thought this person was going to be um, really aligned to me. But, you know, I think there's some differences going on. Let's explore those and let me reflect upon what the assumptions are that I'm bringing to the table. Why do I think that Mm. what I believe is correct and and that person is is incorrect or you know what am I taking for granted how have I grown up and absorbed all these values and just assume that everybody else has them so there's an immense opportunity for in this co-creating together for actually challenging ourselves and growing again there Yes, that is so beautiful. You know, I have come to the point to realize that we are always in our right place to learn exactly what we need to learn. <laughs> the The trick of it all is really using it to transform, do that inner work that's necessary. And I thank you so much for sharing why that inner work is so important. And even as we come together, it's an opportunity to explore maybe differences in opinions or reflect on why you feel a certain way or to get more information. I just love that. That's so empowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important. Um, and I, I think we'll probably talk more about this later on. Yes. Um, but but there's something to do with this is this is a real quality that we can bring out as women, you know, bringing this to the table as women, because we have this amazing capacity for listening. We can be endlessly curious. We can prompt you know we can we can use our listening skills to actually you know help people to express what's going on and and this way we can really start to connect and communicate in a really honest fashion I think that's the most important thing yes yes honest and to be authentic in our communication I find that you know that helps us be more real to ourselves, to communicate authentically with other people. And people can see that and they know that. And it's something about that empathic capacity as we share our authentic selves. And I can realize that, gosh, I've gone through the same experience. I feel the same way, just like you were sharing about the nervousness in my first encounters presenting. (laughs) And uh, I thank you so much for sharing that. And Alison, we talk about embodied change. What is that? Why embodied change? Um, Yeah, this is a great question because it came up for me because, um, again, I was was working with a lot of women who were doing this internal work and finding it very difficult to be you know, to be out in the world. It was like it was private. They could do the internal work if they were doing their private yoga or their their private meditation or their private this or that or the other. But when it came to actually being out in the world, that was where it became more challenging for people. So this is one aspect of it. And another aspect is because, you know, we are trained in our societies, we are trained to come from the head so much and our body has incredible wisdom our body holds stuff you know where we get stuck when I did um, a few years ago I was actually living in the UK I went back to the UK for a, a short time and I I knew that I was getting all tied up in my business it was like this this sort of 
I don't know, tenseness. And I thought, okay, I need to do something that's going to shape me out of this. And I found a dance class that mm. was free dance. <laughs> yes. And I thought, if anything's going to frighten me, it's going to be this. <laughs> yes. So I made myself go. And the first, the whole first class, it was just crazy. And my head was screaming, run for the dog. <laughs> 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 you know, I kept, I made myself go back and yes. again and again, and I felt so different because I'd started, I challenged myself to get into my body in a way that I hadn't been since I was a child and to be witnessed by other people. Mm. Do. And that, those two things I think are really important for us as we're, as we're moving into this transformative work. Wow, that is amazing. I just love your story. And, you know, I think about the things that I've done throughout my lifetime, you know, stepping out there, dancing and singing, and sometimes couldn't carry a note. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, you know, as you talk about it, it's in the context of connecting with others and really, you know, being who you really are. So hold that thought, uh, Allison. We're going to take a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We will be right back with more on co-creating transformation, wise women rising for embodied change with our amazing guest, Dr. Allison Palmer, joining us today from stunning Southwest France, award-winning author, creative, life dancer, business coach, mom, who partners courageous women who want to change the world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to publishedmagazine.com. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. 
Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations, is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love. If you're just joining us, we're with our amazing guest, Dr. Allison Palmer, joining us from France on our show today. Co-creating transformation. Wise Women Rising for Embodied Change. She's an award-winning author, creative life dancer, business coach, mom who partners courageous women who want to change the world. So, Allison, thank you so much for really shedding light on what transformation is all about and the co-creation process Uh, women joining together to embrace change and make a difference, and uh, your uh, fantastic stories (laughs) as well. Uh, Allison, you know, we talked about embodiment, which is really important, and I know I talk a lot about that uh, in terms of embodying love, and it takes that awareness and knowledge and the self-realization and a commitment and dedication to practice. So I love what you uh, shared about uh, change. When we look at uh, women, why is it important for women to transform and heal themselves and how can they make a difference in the world? And I'd love for you to share a little bit about issues and challenges that you see women face because you do a lot of coaching and doing a lot of these summits, and I know you hear a lot. Yeah. Um, well, just just to introduce, actually, uh, to set it into context, um, because I read something really interesting this morning. It's a study by 
an academic, Varsha Deshpande, and she started with this amazing sentence, and I just thought, I have to share this. Sure. And she said, in every part of the world, women have to fight to be treated as human beings and against their exploitation. And that can seem really harsh, but from, from the wisdom of my age, I look back at my life and I can see that I would agree with her. You know, yes. it, it's just taken for granted that this is how this is our lot and and it's going to be a fight and it can be a fight you know for depending upon you know where you are and where you're born into um your fight might be stronger and it's going to be different to elsewhere um and a big part of this as we know is we can't just we need to do the internal work so that we know, okay, what it is that we actually want to change in the world. Because what we know for sure is that we do not want to just throw ourselves into fighting yes. out there in the world and replicate or perpetuate the same sort of situation. And it's a bit like, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Yes. What is that? How do we want to be? as individual women and as women collectively in different situations. Um, I feel that this is like critical and I, I believe women all over the world. In fact, the saying um, that was very popular a few years ago that the world will be changed by Western women, um, I have real issue with this. Yeah. And the reason I do is because it's very Western-centric, and I do believe, and we, we know this for sure, that women all over the world are waking up to yes. the opportunity to actually challenge what, you know, the situation that we find ourselves in, the different situations. Big part of that, like I say, is doing the inner work, the inner transformation, the inner awakening, the inner healing, and then as part of that, we can step out to actually bring this, this healing. This is what we're talking about, healing the world. And we know we can't heal it all by ourselves. We need to do it the little bit that we can do. And, and this is where we can really make a difference. I talk very often about the ripple revolution. And, you know, it's just like if, if one woman does something is different in the world does the the true work that she's here to do speaks the truth that she feels is her truth and and does it in a healing way that ripples out and it affects the people around her and then those people pick up on it and then somehow that ripples out and affects the people around there and the more we do this, the, the bigger this ripple revolution will be. So I think we have enormous power here. Yes, I love that term, ripple revolution. And I agree with you, you know, uh, with what you indicated, the world will be changed by Western. I think women all over. My most empowering transformational experience was during the time that I lived in Malaysia and worked at University Science Malaysia there, being around women from other cultures, learning so much. It was so empowering and transformational for me, kind of adding building blocks on the foundation that, you know, I was built on, but really kind of like extending it uh, of, and learning from other women around the world. 
Yeah, that's so vital. You know, it's very easy for us just to stay within what's very familiar for us. And um, but we have this opportunity to really connect. You know, I'm in Southwest France and you're in the States. <laughs> yes. And, you know, we, we have the opportunities to really connect and to have these authentic conversations and to explore. OK, well, you know, what's your situation? What's it like for you? And, yes. and really, you know, get to know um, beyond what's very familiar to us. Yes, yes, because as I say, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, we we may experience the same kinds of things in different ways or whatever, uh, different locations, but, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. I just love that. And Allison, are we moving from a time of internal dialogues about essence to being it, to being it more fully in the world? Oh, yes, I think we really, really are. And I think this is largely due to what we've been through in the last few years. Um, you know, the, the multi-layering of the global pandemic and then um, the, the political situations in many yeah. different places um, has really impacted everybody. There's nobody who hasn't been affected by this. And, you know, people have been uh, forced in upon themselves in some parts of the world um, you know people have actually been locked into their buildings while they've been in lockdown um, but hopefully that wasn't that didn't happen too much um, but you know we this time has actually forced us to a reckoning with ourselves and what is really important to us I mean people have chosen not to go back to working in corporate, for example, because they have been able to work from home and they've experienced what that is like because it really resonates with something that is internal to them. Their life is more meaningful. Um, people have been forced out of work and have been put into a situation of dire economic need and they have had to ask, you know, well, okay, how am I going to get out of this in a way that is, you know, that is right for me and, and it's so it's moving, it's like it's forced us to actually yes. ask difficult questions of ourselves and then explore, okay, what are the options? How can I make this happen? It, it really is a potent time of change in the world. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. And you talk about the need for women to step more into leadership. What kind of leadership are you specifically speaking about and why is this so important? Oh, yes. I think that this is a critical point, actually, um, because what we're talking about here is, well, there's a number of different factors. The first one is that it's not a dogmatic type of leadership. It's, a not, it's not a power over. It's not a hierarchical type of leadership in which one person has all the answers and tells everybody else yes. what to do. It is a leadership which is exploring in fact, I believe it's a, it's a leadership that is open to exploring what true leadership really means. I used to run a course at university, actually, on leadership, and everybody, without fail, only thought that you had to be, um, you know, an incredible extrovert to be a leader, and you had yes. to have these certain sort of forthright qualities. And actually, studies show that 
introverts make the most powerful leaders because they have these capacities to to actually listen and to work with people and to get the best out of people in teamwork. And this is kind of what we're talking about here. We're talking about, you know, compassionate transformation. Oh, yes. Yeah, women who are willing to, to consciously move into greater awareness of other people um, and, and what it means to actually contribute to the world in a way that challenges, you know, the, the oppression and the structures and the discourses and the ways of, of thinking that have been so dominant in the world and, and are hurting so many people, let alone the planet. And so it's like, you know, it's leadership to explore this that is based upon, okay, everybody here, everybody deserves to to have a good life, to have a better life, to be heard, to, you know, to flourish. And, and we need to, the planet needs to flourish. So what does this mean for us? Let's explore this. This is the kind of, this is the kind of leadership really that I feel we really need to move into. Mm, I just love that compassionate transformation. And as you indicated, this exploration of leadership, you know, you don't have to be extrovert or, or whatever, you know, you to me, I think discovering yourself is really learning about your own qualities and using them in a natural way, not trying to be something that you are not. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly that. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, yes. there's something actually that I'd really like to bring in here, which is about, you know, women um, finding their voices and doing mm. it in a way that you have just said, you know, being our true selves. Um, you know, w- women have experienced, we've got in our psyche just centuries of of being silenced in many, many different ways, sometimes through violence, sometimes through uh, ridicule. um, And, you know, so, and it can be more subtle than that as well. But there's, there's just this incredible silencing of women that that we're contending with now and even even myself you know who is this is like something that I'm so passionate about and and yet I still find myself in situations where where I I silence myself because of habits because I don't want to rock the boat in certain situations um or because because of fear of being judged, that's such a big one for women, fear of being judged and to, of being laughed at. I know when I started um, my business as a business coach, one of the most difficult things for me was actually like, coming out mm-hmm. as yes. a business coach because I felt people who knew me before in a different capacity would just laugh at me. And wouldn't understand, you know, they didn't understand coaching, for example. They just yes. said, oh, don't you talk to your friend without understanding it at all. Um, yes. And that was that fear of, of being ridiculed, the fear that it feeds into the fear that we, we won't succeed. You know, the fear of being an imposter, imposter syndrome. Like, who are you to be doing that? Yes, yes, yes. It's, 
such a strong thing that women feel and um, finding our voices and and finding the courage to actually start to express that is such a key part of transformations that we're talking about. Wow, that is so empowering. There's something I want to bring forth for us to share about. Uh, and I know uh, when we talk about sabotage and you know, working with other women, working with male counterparts. You know, I know I've experienced that. Uh, why do women sabotage each other if it's for the greater good when you're authentic and you're sharing your voice? What do you think is behind that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're laughing, but that's true. I, I, I thought about that this morning. I said, I have to bring this up to Allison because when I look back on my life, you know, uh, I was threatened by a boss who, uh, you know, I was educated and, you know, I, I, I wouldn't just fit in this box. And then I decided, let me go get my Ph.D. I can. <laughs> but, you know, what are your thoughts about that before we and I know we probably have to move on uh, through break after break for more discussion. But what what's your thought about that? <laughs> Oh, my initial thought, my initial thought on this is that these these are women who who are denying part of themselves, and I mean that's that's my take on it. And I I'm a bit flummoxed here because actually this is this is a big issue, I think, yes. and I tend to keep away from women who do that. And that is not an answer. It's we need to go towards women who do that. And actually explore what's going on because, you know, there are women leaders out there in the world. Um, I think, I don't know if anybody remembers Margaret Thatcher, who was the Prime Minister of the UK. I mean, for me, she was, she was not doing, she was a, um, you know, not a good person. Um, She wasn't a transformational, compassionate person. She, you know, she was, she was just... I have no words to actually describe my real feelings about her. But there's, you know, there are other female politicians in the UK who I could name who, you know, they seem to be wrapped up in perpetuating the systems and the and the structures and the language that actually hurt people. And mm. so there are really important questions that we can have there with those people. You know, that's very important if if they're open to discussing because some people are so, you know, staunch in their own beliefs, they're not open to looking at a, a, a different approach or whatever. But I, I love the fact that you're mentioning to engage, you know, to just draw them into a conversation to get to the bottom of, you know, what's happening or whatever. And I love that. But we're going to talk more about this <laughs> when we come back from commercial break. So it's time for us to take that brief commercial a break. Don't go away. We will be right back with more on co-creating transformation, wise women rising for embodied change with our amazing guest, Dr. Allison Palmer, joining us from France today. An award-winning author, creative, life dancer, business coach, mom who partners with courageous women who want to change the world. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth 
altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drgmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drgmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene, for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. 
Welcome back to Love Life, Living in the Spirit of Love. If you're just joining us, we're with our amazing guest, Dr. Allison Palmer, joining us from the stunning southwest of France on our show today, co-creating transformation, wise women rising for embodied change. She's an award-winning author, creative, life dancer, business coach who partners with courageous women who want to change the world. Allison, we hit on some very critical points before break, and we're talking about this whole energy of sabotage, why women sabotage each other when you're trying to stand up for the greater good. And I know from experiences that I've had, it's like, wow, she's standing in her power. How does she get there? Who who, who made her boss? You know? I mean, all kinds of things that go on. Uh, and you talk about the ripple effect or the mirror effect. What, what? What? Let's continue our discussion on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, this whole issue can come up with people who have got, you know, radically different perspectives to ourselves, and also when we're sitting around the kitchen table co-creating. Yes. Know? So, um, so I think that there's a lot to be learned here because the the mirror. As you rightly said, the, the opportunity to look at this as a mirror and to see what's going on with ourselves. I mean, we we get triggered, right? We get triggered. Yes, yes. And this is another reason why I organized the summit, the Transformation Summit, is because I found that I was getting triggered big time mm. recently. Um, you know, I I used to be very good. <laughs> I can't believe it. When I was in my 20s, I was really, really good at, okay, you've got some really weird views and finding <laughs> ways to explore that and yeah. and do it with, with grace and ease. Yes. And I find that I don't have that anymore and I can't even connect to it. So, wow. I have, I just allow myself to get triggered and then I start shouting at people and telling them they're wrong. And then I remove myself from the situation and I have, you know, it's not nice. It's not a good way to deal with situations. And let me tell you, I've done this with friends. I've done it with family members. I haven't done it with um, somebody who I don't know. And I'm hoping that I don't get to that stage. (laughs) Um, but this is one of the reasons, you know, why I feel like we need to have these difficult conversations because actually um, Reverend Dr. Carrie Jackson in the summit, she's actually talking about triggers and turning triggers into triumphs. Mm. And, um, you know, I feel that and, and she's not the only person it comes up quite often. You know, what do we do when we have this emotion rising up in us and we feel like, no, um, how do we deal with that? How do we not just go into it and create more of that really negative energy? Yes. Um, and, and sometimes we just have to walk away. Um, there's one other thing I wanted to say about this is yesterday <clears throat> I read an article and I I couldn't find it again today to get the reference, but I read an article by a woman and she is um, an African-American woman. I think she's the only faculty member in her university. And it was an article about being strong, being a strong woman. And she said she has made a decision that she no longer wants to be the strong 
woman because she felt like all the time she was having to be this, you know, real power for everything in the world and fighting battles everywhere and especially within her university situation. And the toll on her health, her mental health, her physical health, her exhaustion, she just said enough is enough and she just decided, you know, I'm done with being the strong woman. I think there's real wisdom in this. You know, we don't have to, we can be strong, that strong woman if we want to be, but we don't have to be. It is, comes back to, again, like finding different ways to be in the world and to initiate um, opportunities for transformation. And we don't have all the answers we don't have all the answers because if we did, you know, what, right. what fun would life be? You know, if we had all the answers, we'd still be dissatisfied. So, you know, it's a great opportunity to, I believe, again, it comes back to coming together and co-creating and, and, and exploring, being curious, asking questions, listening, practicing that mirror um, opportunity. What does this bring up for me? And yes. what can I do about that? For me, I think this is really important. You know, it's very important because it uh, you move away from judging the, the, the woman who you feel is more empowered, you know, uh, or having an attitude about it, but more or less embracing it or, you know, doing the self, self-reflection, becoming more aware of yourself, you know, or like you're saying, the triggers. Why is this triggering me when this person seems to be standing in their power? So I love that and having uh, opportunities to uh, have conversations and really do the awareness uh, work and uh uh, you know, connect with others to really move forward in your own life. Because you, as you indicated earlier, it is about inner work. What do you think about self-love and self-worth as it, uh, you know, relates to this? Because some women may feel, hey, I've been through a lot of changes. I'm not worthy. You know, I don't want to go through this. I don't want to go through the battle. I've been beat up enough. What, you know, what, what are your thoughts about self-love and self-worth as a message for those who may, you know, out there who, who, want to move forward but don't feel the love for themselves or don't feel worthy yeah I think this is critical you know and and you're the one who really (laughs) you know is leading light on on self-love um I believe that this is so important it's one of the missing qualities from our lives I mean when we are exhausted for example what's going on there when we're pushing ourselves to be that strong independent woman who takes on all the burdens and solves all the problems and keeps on going until they just crash out at night day after day after day Um, you know what's going on there where's the self-love in this we by by actually you don't, we don't need, again, we don't need to know all the answers. We don't need to say, okay, I'm going to practice self-love in this way. But just by shining the, the light, I feel, back on yes. that question, what's going on here? You know, am I, am I actually choosing to spend my time in this way? Um, or would it be more, um, I don't know, more nourishing for me? What does my body need? I think that's a really great question. What does my body need? Um, why am I doing this? Who am I trying to impress? 
Yes, yes. You know, yeah. it, there's so many different questions we can ask about when we know that we're doing stuff which isn't for our greater good. And also, I think, you know, I think we were talking earlier about being uh, tech, just difficulties, just blowing up everywhere at the moment. And I feel, you know, this is a great example. You know, the stress levels rise, the frustration, the, you know, why doesn't everything work today kind of sensation just grows. And actually, if we can can just sort of sit back and say, well, can I do anything about this? If I can, you know, then do I choose to do anything about this? And if I can't do anything about this, how is a way, better way to be right now in this moment where I can release that stress? Because this, we know stress doesn't help us. It doesn't yes. help us find any solutions to anything. Um, and also something that I do is I really move into the issue, you know, the, the prayer really of yes. let this be in my highest Yes. Good. Let it be in everyone who's involved in this situation, highest good. And I relinquish that needing to, I relinquish the need to control the outcome and relinquish the need to control how we get to the outcome. As women, we're used to being in control because we know that, you know, sometimes it all comes back to us. So we're used to taking control. And I think that we can actually allow that bigger surrender. Mm, That is so powerful. We don't have to be in control, take care of ourselves. And I love the story you shared about the professor, you know, having to feel like you're the strong person and it wears you out, you know, you know, that. From my experience, it was draining. And when I looked at myself, it's like, gosh, you're not taking care of yourself. You're too busy trying to control when you're losing control. So that is so important. And thank you for sharing your strategies, which can help other women. Do you have any other strategies or final nuggets to share to encourage women before you Um, talk about your summit? I would say, yes, I do, actually. I would say number one is to really connect to what gives you joy and to pay more attention to that because we tend to think that that's like the cherry on the top of the cake, but we've got to make the whole cake first and then we can have the joy. But if we can connect to, well, what brings me joy and we follow that and we allow that to actually lead us, it takes some doing to actually move into that and allow ourselves to do it but it is so rewarding so that is one thing and the other thing of course is I would say you know just come to the summit because there's so much going on in the summit with lots of just it's so rich and there's so much that will support you and inspire you and just you know make you feel wow this is amazing and yes I'm on the right path and, and you'll be part of the Ripple Revolution. Well, wonderful. Tell us uh, how to access the conference and when is it and, you know, a little bit more about that so listeners can, you know, mark their calendars for this fantastic event. Yeah. Okay. So the full name of the summit is the Transformation Summit, Wise Women Rising. Yeah. Rising for Embodied Change. Um 
It actually starts on March the 21st and it's going to run for 19 days. It's online. It's completely free. Um, and there's, like I said, there's so many amazing women who are contributing to this. Um, you can register for it right now. And the place to go for this is this. It's a little bit of a mouthful, so I'm, but I will say it. It's at www. as always, fullcirclewomen.com forward slash wise. And then that little line that is, um, you know, parallel to the ground, that little yes, line, yes. I don't know what it's called, Jean. So say it again, www.fullcirclewomen.com forward slash wise little line, Jean. Mm, wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, how can listeners connect with you if they want to, you know, access your coaching or know more about what you do? Uh, you have Facebook or whatever, or a link for listeners to access. Yeah. Well, you can go to my website, which is fullcirclewomen.com. Um I mean, first and foremost, I really would say, you know, connect in the summit because I think that people will really love it. Wonderful. And you can go to my website um, and I have a Facebook group, which is fullcirclewomen.com. I know it's fullcirclewomen rather on Facebook. Um, And yeah, be delighted to, to hear from you. All right. Well, thank you, Allison, for joining us today on Love Light. It's truly been an experience of awakening to our greatness as women and being an inspirational, action-oriented, transformational co-creators. You have created an empowering legacy for women and moving toward creating a better world. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to the upcoming summit. And again, thank you for your invitation for me to participate. Thank you very much. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to be part of this. Um, And and thank you also for for being a part of the summit because, you know, your voice is so welcome. So thank you. Thank you. So thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Tune in next week for our show, Creating Psychological Safety in the Workplace with Monique Donyal. Visit the blog page of my website for your weekly love practice exercise, www.jeanfarisjourney.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making our show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Connect with women to learn more and be involved in transformational uh, transformation and co-creation. And as Dr. Allison indicated, be a part of the Ripple Revolution. Be mindful of our choices. We're always creating. Pay attention to what inspires you and build your legacy with clarity and confidence. We are wise women rising for embodied change, and you can make a difference. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, coming to you from the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light. And until we meet again, remember and empower self as a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week. 
filled with love, self-worth, and better connections. 